2: Ten, ten, nine, 9 8, 8, eight, eight, seven, seven, 6, six, five, five, four, four, three, 4, 3, 3 two, two, one, 2, 2, one.
3: Now it's time for the Mercedes in the morning pre-show, Mix 94.1. Good
4: morning and welcome to the pre-show. It is Thursday, September 14th, 530. Thank you guys for getting up early with us. We love having you here this half hour just for you. If you guys have any requests, if you have any questions, if you want to just reach out and say good morning, we are here. You can do that at 702-364-9400. Good morning.
5: Good morning. How are you doing? How was your How was your Wednesday? How are you feeling today? Uh, I
4: was pretty- good. It was pretty good. I'm, I'm pretty tired this morning. I w- had one of those like deep sleeps where I just I passed out. My head hit the pillow last night and I was out. So this morning I was really kind of groggy and uh, I had weird dreams, you know, so it was really hard to get up out of bed this morning. But we're doing the thing. We're ready. Um, I, I Luckily, I have a pretty low key day today. Good. So um, I have a couple of appointments, but nothing like two. Crazy, so yeah, everything is good on my end. How you doing?
5: Not bad. I, I watched uh, the Aces last night. The ladies won the first playoff game. The final score was uh, eighty-seven to fifty-nine. And then I started watching. I was on YouTube doing some stuff, and I went down this rabbit hole. And I don't know if you have ever seen this Mercedes, but it was. Um, I they, they suggested for you. It was from Regis and. Kelly, back uh, when it was Regis and Kelly, before it was Kelly and Ryan, it was Regis and Kelly, and it was their September 11th show. I never saw this before, and they were live on the air when everything went down. It was just crazy watching them and how they handled it, and their show started at 9 o'clock live, and the studio audience was not aware what was happening outside and they showed the studio audience the images for the first time and seeing Kelly react and them trying to put the pieces of the puzzle together. I went down this whole thing and watched the first 30 minutes of that show because they have it online. It was, just, it was just madness to watch that whole thing all over again and how they were reacting to, you know, trying to get the information sent to them in real time and not knowing what's happening at the time. Uh,
4: were you, like, looking specifically for, like, 9-11 stuff? Or?
5: I don't know why that popped up. I think I probably watched some stuff on September 11th on the anniversary and then I just think, you know, YouTube suggested that and I never saw that before. It was you know Regis and Kelly's you know reaction to September eleventh and I clicked on it and I just got Sucked in watching the thing. It was just so compelling and, and sad. And, you know, all these emotions come back at the same time from that day. It was kind of crazy.
4: Oh, geez. Yeah. That's sad. It so sounds so sad. <laughs> I
5: know, but it was just also too, like seeing how, like you know, Regis would react to it. it. was very stoic and, you know, and Kelly was showing all these emotions and just hearing the audience react to it. was just one of those rabbit holes that I got sucked down watching last night.
4: Wow. So, it, I mean, completely uh, like valid. It's, uh, you know, the week of September 11th. I don't really know what to say. That makes me really sad, but at the same time, I totally get it. Sometimes you just go down those rabbit holes.
5: You go down those holes, too, yeah. yeah. But just so, you know, we, all, we know so much about it now, even that day, as things were progressing, but just to see their reaction and knowing they were on live TV and what they were speculating and, and just the audience, too, because you think about it. Back then, everyone didn't have a cell phone on them. They didn't have yeah. social media, and so when Regis and Kelly came out, they walked out so happy like it was a regular show, and they sit down, and Regis is like, well, if you haven't seen, we got to show you something. And they put it up on the screen, and the audience is like, oh my gosh, what are we seeing right now?
4: Yeah, sometimes the YouTube takes you to weird places i I, i'll go on tiktok to weird places like i just think what is this algorithm and how did it get me to this place this is so bizarre and i love how it's in like cycles with certain things sometimes it's with trends i always have like a constant stream of like the three same things in my background, but then all of a sudden one random thing will show up and then I can't get rid of it. And we were talking yesterday about one of the trending things on TikTok right now is asking the man in your life if he ever thinks about the Roman Empire. And I saw one video on it and now I'm seeing the all these reaction videos <laughs> and it is hilarious to me. If you missed it yesterday, there's there's this woman that um posted a meme that said Ask your husband how often he thinks about the Roman Empire. I did, and I was shocked when my husband answered me every day. And so women are doing this, and it's hilarious because everyone is shocked when they ask. Guys are saying, like, you know, a couple times a week, every day. And women are like, what? Why? Why do you think about the Roman Empire? And I did it to my husband, and he said he does uh, every time he thinks about Caesar's palace, then he thinks about the Roman Empire and I'm just like, oh my gosh! I, like, Why didn't you ever tell me this? And he's like, well, you've never asked me how often I think about the Roman Empire. I'm like, valid. I guess you're right.
5: Guys, we need to think of the question to ask our, the, the lady in our life. Ask our wives or something or girlfriends, what's that one thing? How often do you think of blank? Because we, we went to the air with it yesterday and, and I told Mercedes, I never think of the Roman Empire. And a bunch of guys were in that same boat, but then we got the guys that do think about it. And the reasoning why they think about it was so compelling as well.
4: Yeah, some weird stuff. So, yeah, you gotta, you gotta check that out. It's kind of funny. Or uh, ask a guy, ladies, in your life how often he thinks about it and report back to us with what he says. Uh, I just, I'm really curious. I think it's fascinating. So thank you guys for joining us this morning. Let's kick off the show. It is time for the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear Tennessee by Arrested Development? Do you want to hear Naked Eye by Luscious Jackson? here, Haven't Met You Yet by Michael Buble. I that
2: all up. Make work so we can work out and promise you those are
4: your choices. Get your votes in right now. You can tweet us at Mercedes in the AM. You can vote on our Facebook page, Mercedes in the Morning, or just text or call us right now at 702 364 9400. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. Coming up next, coming up
3: next, Mix 94.1. Here we go. You're going to want to hear this. We have
4: more to come on the pre show. Coming up next, do you believe in any old wives' tales? What do you believe, what's the saying, or what's the story you believe when your ears start ringing? What does that mean? We're going to talk about that coming up next. But first, the votes are in, and by one vote, Tennessee by Arrested Development is a pre-show, you pick up.
3: You choose the music. You pick it, we play it. It's Mercedes in the Morning, pre-show, you pick them.
4: Tennessee. 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 Some of us are superstitious. Some of us believe old wives tales. And is there one that you maybe came across through your family and it's just been kind of passed down through the generations or one that you've just heard randomly? What is the the old wives tale that you believe so you something happened to you and you were, you immediately thought oh this means this
5: yeah my ear was my right ear was ringing and it was ringing most of the afternoon yesterday and i made a comment I with a friend of mine yesterday afternoon and i said oh my ears ringing i said so must be talking about me and he goes no 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 that means if your ears ringing that means good fortune is coming your way I'm like oh I never heard that. I always thought if you hear ringing in your ears, that means someone out there is talking about you right now. So, all yesterday afternoon, I'm like, man, who's talking about me driving to meet my buddy? I'm like, man, someone's really talking about me. My buddy says it's. Good fortune is, is coming my way.
4: I uh, I agree with you. I, that's the one I've always heard. Mm. It was the, the someone's talking about you. If your ears are ringing, someone is talking about you right now. I've never heard the good for, fortune one. I mean, I'd rather believe that one. But uh, growing up, that's that's the one that I've always heard.
5: Were there some other ones? What about the one if you swallowed gum that would be in your stomach for X amount of years? Did you hear that one growing up?
4: Well, yeah, I heard that. But, I mean, I kind of put that in a different category. That's more like silly things that you believed as far as like... Old wives tales like I um, there was also the one about your um, eye twitching if your upper you know when your upper eyelid will kind of like twitch and it's like you have no control over it Uh that I always heard meant that someone is going to be surprising you like uh, you're going to get a visitor. From someone you didn't expect to visit you, uh, right? Like very soon, sure. And then the other one, my mom always told me, and it, it freaks me out whenever I dream about it. Is if you have a dream about your teeth in any way, especially if they're getting pulled someone's going to die.
5: Yes. Or your teeth falling out or something. Yes, absolutely. I heard that one too.
4: Yeah. That one really bothers me because I'll have once in a while, I'll have a, a teeth dream and I'm like, Oh no. But she was very specific about it. She said the, the one that means death is the pulling of them. Cause I've had dreams where all of a sudden all my teeth are gone, but I don't remember the actual pulling <laughs> of them. And I'm like, Oh, what happened to my teeth? And I wake up freaked out. About
5: more teeth. <laughs> uh, yeah. Cause I had the one, I, I have a three tooth bridge and, and my dream is not that it's pulled, but I'm doing something and it pops out. I'm chewing, I'm do- playing, working out or something, and I just lose. And I wake up in a panic that my bridge actually fell out, but it's still there, thank the Lord.
4: Yeah, it, there's some there's some weird ones. Steph, do you have one?
2: Yeah, when you're biting, when you bite your tongue, someone is talking bad about you, and you got to bite back like on a shirt or something. Oh, where's my shirt?
4: Yeah, <laughs>
3: Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1916. And now, here's your host, Mercedes and JC. All
4: right, your show fact of the day from the year 1916. That was the year that the Chicago Cubs played their first game at Wigman Park, now known as Wrigley Field. They beat the Cincinnati Reds 7 6 in 11 innings.
5: Whoa, so a stadium over 100 years old. That's, That's Cool. I
4: know those uh, those Cubs fans. They're still they're still fans, man. They are lo- they're a loyal group of fans. That is for sure. Is
5: the Cubs the goat? The curse of the goat? Who had the curse of the goat?
4: They did. It was the Cubs? Or, or, or no? That was the, that's a Red Sox. Red Sox. Yeah, Red it. Sox. Yeah. I, I forget about all the curses out there. <laughs> they had the curse of the guy Steve Bartman. Was that oh his my, name? Yes. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that poor dude. Oh man, that was a that was a whole another mess. There. Look up
5: Steve Bartman. It's a fascinating story.
4: They, wait till we get to the year what two thousand and. Uh, it's coming up. It is. Uh, it, it's, it's so funny because last night I I collapsed. Last night you collapsed. I collapsed last night. Now no need to worry. My health is fine. It was because I got so scared about something that happened. I was in the kitchen. I was getting my stuff ready for today. Like you know, getting my computer bag, putting that out, getting my key card. I always put that on top of my computer bag so I can put it around my neck first thing in the morning. I was getting all my stuff. I thought I was downstairs alone, completely silent down there, and all of a sudden from around the corner where i'm standing in the kitchen i can't see if anyone is walking down the hall um so i'm just standing there doing my thing and all of a sudden i hear
0: <laughs> and
4: it was so loud i my knees gave out and i fell on the floor <laughs> I was what is like this sound? what was that <laughs> matt sneezed Achoo. oh my gosh his sneezes are so loud i I don't understand it. Does anyone have a family member that makes some sort of, like, triggering noise? It's... I've never heard anyone sneeze as loud as this man. It was so loud it made my knees give out, and I collapsed onto the floor. Do
5: you think someone's breaking into the home? It's so loud, like it's, uh, an attacker is coming around I the corner. I wasn't
4: sure what it was, but I literally think the sound vibrations actually moved into the kitchen and hit my knees, and then made them give out. So I fall. and go, "Oh my gosh!" And he tur- he comes around the corner. He's like, "What's wrong?" I'm like, "What was that?" He goes, "Oh." I'm sorry I sneezed. I go, well, bless you. <laughs> and he's like, are you okay? I'm like, it was so loud, it made me fall. Just, <laughs> it was just so bizarre.
5: I envision you see, like, there's old school, like, bombs dropping and the, the, the vibrations, like, spreading across, like, the, 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 the you know, across the country there. I envision Matt sneeze and just the waves, the power of a sneeze working its way through the house, into the kitchen, and just wiping you out.
4: It was, yeah, it was <laughs> unbelievable. I, I don't. Is that a guy thing? Like, do guys feel like they have to sneeze really loud? I'm like, can't you you tone it down a couple of octaves? And he's like, that's just how I sneeze. I'm like nobody has to sneeze like that
5: oh I'm with Matt I you feel a sneeze coming on especially if you're in your home or in your car we can just you don't have to contain it you're not in public you can just release it at full force just let that thing fly does you do just one or because I'll, I'll have a sneezing attack where it's boom boom it's like four and then, like, five and six are like, like I feel it like coming on, but it's, it's not there. So I'll have, it's a whole scene. Is Matt just more, is he more than one or just one and done? Just one.
4: One and but done. But it's like, it's like a bomb went off. Uh-huh. We just got a text from Joyce. She says, my husband sneezed so loud one time at night, our security alarm went off. <laughs> <laughs> Maria says, my husband also sneezes that way. It's always in threes as well. Sandel says, I sneeze really loud, too. And a follow-up. Cubs had the goat curse, but they broke it in 2016. Uh, okay, so then the curse of the great Bambino—that was—that had nothing to do with the goat. I, I, I get, I get these curses but mixed up.
5: What a trip though! So you just dropped the fact that the first game in that stadium was in 1916, 2016. 100 years later, this curse that they picked up—they finally break that curse.
4: Oh yeah, that's uh. That's really crazy. That's interesting. Yeah. What's trending up next? What do you got for us? All right. We are going to talk about Sync. Will they or won't they? Are they going on tour? We're going to tell you what we know. Also, Aaron Rodgers breaks his silence after his injury. And the newest thing that AI has created, you can actually go pick one up in the stores today. We'll tell you what it is coming up next And What's Trending.
2: Are you guys Ready. Trendy, trendy,
3: trendy, trendy. Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending? What's trending? On Mix 94.1.
4: And Sync is trending this morning. Will they or won't they? Are they going to get back together and go on tour ever since they reunited on stage at the VMAs? Rumors have been flying about that. Well, sources are telling TMZ. It's not going to happen. Oh, I know, they say they have no plans to do a tour. They don't have plans to do a residency, an album, any other reunions after the VMAs. I guess the five guys went out to dinner with their management team and friends. They had a great time hanging out together, but the group is doing something that we can look forward to. They are featured on a song for the upcoming trolls band together movie. We teased you about that. And now we're hearing our first Taste of it. So the song is called Better Place, and yesterday they dropped a snippet of it in the film's new trailer. Here is a little snippet of the new NSYNC song.
5: We're getting some, we're getting a new song from the guys. That's something. something. Yeah, we're getting a whole song. So beggars can't
4: be choosers, I guess. We'll take what we can get. And maybe they'll see the success of this and say, guys, there's a demand. We should probably go on tour. And so who knows? They can always change their mind, right?
5: Well, I like the idea you said too about a residency in Las Vegas.
4: That would be massive. Yeah. I mean, I that would actually probably be impossible to get tickets to, I'm guessing. Well, there's
5: that rumor too about we're talking about who's going to play the Super Bowl halftime show. There's a rumor going around that it might be a boy band, a boy band themed halftime show maybe this is all kind of building up to them doing one more performance at a super bowl halftime show yeah i think there's more there i do
4: we'll see we're uh we'll keep you posted that's for sure also this morning aaron Rodgers is trending so the jets quarterback broke his silence after a season-ending injury on sunday he tore his achilles in his first game playing for the team and yesterday he released a statement he thanked everyone for reaching out he said I'm completely heartbroken and and moving, moving through all of the emotions, but deeply touched and humbled by the support and love. Please keep me in your thoughts and prayers as I begin the healing process today. He also wrote, the night is darkest before the dawn and I shall yet rise again. Proud of my guys, one and oh. So... Yeah, it doesn't look good. Do you think this is it for him? Do you think he'll never come back? Because that's the big debate I'm seeing. People are like, oh, he's done. He's done. That was it. He's 39 years old. Others are like, are you kidding me? Do you know this guy? He'll be back. He He's just going to recover and he'll be back. He's got a a." a- Few good years left uh, to play football. He'll be just fine.
5: I'm on the. Uh, he's got a few more years left, at least a couple more years left. I don't see him wanting to go out this way. So, at least if he's training and comes back for one more season, but he doesn't seem like, seem like the type of guy to go out on an injury. If he's capable and can recover and come back and do one more season, maybe two, in my eyes, he's that kind of guy who's going to come back and re- at least retire playing, not retire on an injury.
4: Yeah, I think he's going to come back too in some way, shape, or form. I don't think that he's going to. Um, just this is going to be the end of the the Rogers era. I, there's got to be something more. I'm not saying he's going to go out on top, mm-hmm. but I think he'll definitely play. That's for sure.
5: Your fantasy league? I know fantasy leagues. A lot of people drafted Aaron Rodgers and were excited about Aaron Rodgers. Anyone in your league hurt by this injury?
4: Uh, oh yeah. Well, I haven't looked to see if he changed his lineup, but my my friend Ross mm-hmm. he uh, he had Aaron Rodgers and he was actually predicted to to beat. I think my daughter. I think he was playing her. And uh, then the injury happened, and then all of a sudden it shifted. (laughs) It was like, (laughs) ah, she's predicted to win now, so it was kind of a bummer. (laughs) And then finally this morning, uh, Coca-Cola is trending. They just released the latest limited edition flavor in their creation series, and this one is called Coca-Cola Y3000, and it's supposed to taste like the future. And this is appropriate because it was created, the recipe was created by AI. Now they haven't revealed what's in it or described the taste. They say the flavor profile is 85 to 90% Coke with a 10 to 15% twist of something unexpected. Y3000 will cost the same as regular Coke. It comes in zero and full sugar varieties and will be available for a limited time starting now. So you want to taste the future? It is available for you and that is what's trending. Up next we have Heads Up
5: and when you win it you'll get 4 tickets to the Age of chivalry Renaissance Festival that happens in 3
4: minutes.
3: It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the morning on Mix 94.1. All
4: right, let's get our contestant. It is Majestic. What an awesome name. Good morning Majestic. <laughs> Good morning. Thank, they, you. thank you so much for listening. You're caller twenty. You get to play heads up for these Age of Chivalry tickets. You have two categories to choose from this morning, Majestic. Do you want to go with lip gloss or Frank's? Oh dear. Uh, all right, let's do lip gloss. Lip gloss. Maybe I know a bit more about it. You might yeah, I think you'll I think you'll be okay. International Makeup Day was on Sunday. So these are all different mm-hmm. types of makeup, okay? Okay, Okay. who do you want to pick as your partner? Uh, I'm going to go with you, Mercedes. Okay.
5: All right, Majestic. You have 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct. You're going to win, and you start now. You
4: put this to give color to your lids. Eyeshadow. Yes. You do this to make your cheeks look rosy. You put this on. Blush. Yes. Um, You put this just all over to give you just a flat face foundation Yes. You put this on your lashes to make them look black and thick. Mascara. Yes. You put this around your mouth just so your lipstick doesn't bleed. Lip liner? Yes. Oh. Uh you you put this under your eyes to keep take care of the circles. Concealer. Yes. Yeah. You got, got it. it. Six done. You are, you are awesome. Nice job, Majestic.
5: Majestic, you're all set. You're going to the Age of Chivalry Renaissance Festival that's happening at Sunset Park in October. We'll have these tickets again tomorrow morning. So lip liner it holds your lipstick in place. Is that, that's what lip liner does.
4: Well, I mean, it. Sometimes you will like draw big, bigger lips and then you fill it in. But lip, lip liner does prevent it from your lipstick from feathering. Do you know what feathering uh, no, is? No. Uh-uh. Or, or bleeding, going outside of your lip line. So yeah, it's a and it can help change the color. It can do a lot of things. Fascinating. It's majestic new. She did. She did, <laughs> and
5: she got it right. So we're doing heads up again in the eight o'clock hour. And when you win that, tickets to go see Leanne, right?
4: Our number is 702-364-9400 Use it to call us Use it to text us At any point during the show We are here uh, Do you have a ring doorbell Or just cameras That record what happens Outside, inside your home Sometimes you need to go to it To get confirmation on certain things And it sounds like you were a key part In solving a mystery.
5: Yeah, it was, it's, 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 we're still working on solving this. It was I got home yesterday about 1230, and I went to go get my mail, and I'm walking to the mailbox, and I passed my neighbor's house, and they have this, if you're looking at their houses right to the left, they have this very small retaining wall keeping the stones in place and everything, and my neighbor is literally like reassembling this retaining wall. There's dirt and stones kind of scattered around the place, so I asked him, like, everything good? And he's like, no, someone hit this retaining wall. And he doesn't know what happened or when it happened. Someone, like, plowed into this thing, knocked a bunch of the cinder blocks over, the, t- the top part of the wall over, and he's kind of, like, putting everything back in place. And I asked him, I said, well, do you have cameras? Do you have ring doorbell? Do you have any cameras? He says, no, we don't have any cameras here. I'm like, oh. I'm like, well, the way things are positioned, I have a camera that looks down at my driveway but also kind of sees down the street. And I said, well, I think my camera might pick up this retaining wall. And he asked me to go back and look. So I'm like, yeah, you got it. So I went back to my house and then he, he thinks it may have happened overnight. So I go back to my house, and I'm scanning through, and I cannot see. I can see right before the retaining wall is where my camera cuts off. But I can kind of see, like, traffic that comes by in that area. So, Mercedes, I'm literally last night, I'm going through almost 24 hours of camera footage, trying to see something that took place. At one point, my landscapers pulled up towards it, but not close enough to hit it. So then I'm like, okay, I have to go in the overnight and look through what happened overnight. And my, there's something with my camera. When you look at it overnight, you don't get a... Sh- the shot's blurry overnight. Oh, man. So the daytime footage I was going through couldn't find anything. And the overnight footage, it's usually crystal clear, but there's like a smudge on my camera, and I'm not seeing anything with the overnight camera. Uh, so you got no answers. As of now, I got no answers. I got nothing right now, and I'm really bummed because I, I can see the area. So if it did happen overnight, maybe I could see the car that kind of veered in that area or a car pulling away from that area. But because of that blurred camera... I got nothing.
4: I uh, I think it's I. They're very useful. We just upgraded like our entire camera system at our house. Like they these are like great cameras. Everything is crystal clear. It's actually kind of scary how crystal clear they are. But I always have loved the the ring doorbell just because you can catch funny stuff on it too. There was one time where someone had left something on our doorstep, and it was like this weird message and weird handwriting and like a little. Thing of like three dumb dumb suckers or something and i'm like what the heck is this and i, I like a part of me was kind of freaked out and i'm like i'm just gonna go back and look at the footage and it was our cute little neighbor girl who was putting uh sticky notes on everyone's door and giving out giving out um candy and she just left it there and i i saw her running up um like the sidewalk. And I could hear her mom goes, okay, hurry up. Let's go. Make sure you knock on the door. And so she actually did knock. um, And the reason we didn't know is because she didn't hit the doorbell. And you see her running up knock 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 and she stands there she goes they're not home she goes okay (laughs) come on and she runs away and i got it all on video and it's so cute do you know why she was doing that just being a
5: kind neighbor i think she was
4: just trying to do something nice yeah it was really cute and then another time we had like these teens like ding dong ditch us and i saw them approaching i literally the thing went off like there's movement on your front porch and so i said a bunch of kids are starting to walk up so Matt. Goes right to the door. It was hilarious. They start sneaking up. He's standing right there. They ring the doorbell. He opens it right after he goes, Can I help you? And they start running. It was so funny. They were so freaked out. They got. Wait, Matt got them better than they got us.
5: Well, no offense to those morons. Every, almost everyone has a rain doorbell or some kind of camera. It's, it's not 1982. You can't do that it's anymore. so ridiculous. So I'll keep you posted if I find the caper yeah, in my neighborhood that I took out the retaining wall.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Hot, hot, hot. It's time for the hot
3: three on Mix 94.1.
4: All right, let's talk about the school district. Uh, Clark County District Judge yesterday uh, issued a preliminary injunction. Say stating that there was an overwhelming amount of circumstantial evidence of a strike by teachers who are represented by the Clark County Education Association. So per their contract, they are not allowed to go on strike. However, There have been a lot of these quote unquote rolling sick outs and the Clark County School District filed for an injunction to stop teachers from having these rolling sick outs that have impacted several schools. The union, which represents about 18,000 licensed educators, said it was not involved in the actions of these teachers well the judge is saying this is clearly a strike and that violates state law so she said she's very sympathetic to the teachers but what they they are dependent on so much and and children and families are counting on them so this cannot happen. Um, yesterday, classes were canceled at Newton Elementary School in Henderson due to teacher absences. Uh, that came just before the court hearing, so we haven't been we haven't heard of any this morning. If you hear of some, please call us and tell us so we can get the word out. But uh, yeah, so the judge ruled in favor of CCSD on that one.
5: The one with the four schools that happened earlier in the week, if you look at it on a map, it's like they were almost the four corners of the valley. There's one in the northwest, uh, northeast, it was just it was a the four corners of the valley, and if it was planned that way or not, but now imagine if you're a teacher too, where you legit have to take a sick day today or or tomorrow or something. There's the guilt, in like I'm, I'm just, I'm legit sick. I'm taking a sick day. I don't feel too well.
4: Well, there, there, we've received several calls under the veil of anonymity saying they are planned, and uh, so that's just mm-hmm. what they're saying. uh That there are outside channels that they have used to plan this, but the the it's to send a message that these contr- they need to be paid more money. They need to be paid what they were promised. And why is it not getting done when the upper levels and administration, they got their money. Uh, Jara got his money. So why are the teachers not getting their money? And I'm hitting my hand against the table when I'm talking and I'm going to bruise it.
5: <laughs> <laughs> What's well, t- 10% and 8% the second year? And I think they came back to 7 or 8% and that second year 1% or 2%. Why can't they just... Come to the number that they want. It's, it's not, it's, it's, they're not that far
4: off. Just get it done. Yeah. Just make it happen it, for them. It's just. It, it, hopefully this gets done soon. And so. we're the fifth largest school district in the country. And the worst rated. Pay our teachers more. Yes! Help them! That- <laughs> <laughs> Go on! I'll- Preach on! And, Go uh, yes. on.
5: <laughs> well, I, I, no, I hope teachers know that we have, we have your back. And we, we support the teachers here in Las Vegas and just love them so much. And, and hopefully they know that and, and picking up on it that someone here has your back in Las Vegas. I think a lot of the parents do too. They want to see the, the people that are teaching their kids taken care of.
4: Yeah, it's just uh, it's, it's a sad situation. It seems like something that could be easily resolved. I don't understand what is taking so long. But as always, our phone lines are open. If you guys have any comments or thoughts on this, 702 ninety four hundred um what does this text say besides the newton elementary school two schools were highly disrupted yesterday but they didn't close i did see that yeah a couple of high schools i believe uh there, rancho being one of them if i'm uh if i'm correct uh this one says i'm a teacher however i'm not in the union and i heard about teachers putting together the sick outs not the union ccsd is Oh, hold on. <laughs> i better read <laughs> <Proof> this. <Lee laughs> re- yeah. CCSD is disgusting. We as teachers do care about our students, but we also need to take care of our families. Could you live on 50K a year with three kids? That is what I make. I cannot get a second job because I work 12 hours a day oh man stuff like that just it It hurts you so angry Mm -hmm. yeah i i hear what you're saying i hear what you're saying thank you for texting us um also this morning just talking about work do you uh do you feel like you have a good work life balance a big aspect of a lot of jobs used to be like going out for happy hour with your coworkers and socializing after work um that's done and over with (laughs) this new (laughs) the the trend now is doing stuff away from work stuff after work the idea is that the pandemic changed a lot of habits and broke down a lot of old traditions and inspired new perspectives uh and the wall street journal just did a whole write-up on this about how no one wants to socialize after work anymore when you're done with work you just want to go home um especially like when people were working from home they had to focus on a work-life balance to make sure that the 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 space they needed when it was time to work was there and then it was separate after work was done but the draw of food and drinks with your coworkers is just not what it used to be um employees employers are also shying away from taking up employees personal time w- what do you think do you do you like doing the hey let's all go out for drinks after work kind of thing do you want more of a work-life balance or are you cool with with that kind of uh Situation.
5: I'm very happy with my work life balance. Extremely happy. I just I just have a life. I, I, I love doing the radio show. I love working with the TV station. I've got a YouTube show that I do. I, I love all of it. It's just people are like, oh, you're so busy, and I'm sure you get it too. I, I love what I do, so I don't consider it to be busy. I'm just living my life and enjoying things. That being said, though, I am yeah. If you said, hey. Everyone's getting together at 5 o'clock. We're going to happy hour. I'm like, ah, <laughs> i got to go to the gym. Yeah. I, I just, yeah. Maybe 10 years ago, I would be down for that. But right now where I am in my life, I'd rather do, that's my time to go to the gym, where that's for the time for Laura and I have dinner together or something. So, yeah, I, I would rather just skip that stuff and have more me
4: time. I uh, agree. I'm big on my new favorite word is No. And I always was a yes person. Mm -hmm. You need me for this? Yes, I'll do it. You need me to show up to this thing? Yes, I'll absolutely do it. You need me to host this? Yes, 100%. And now I say no. And not always. I I definitely want to help out and be there and do this. But I have to say no to some things now because I was saying yes to literally everything. And I had zero time for my family. And that's literally like the most important thing. So I started saying no to things. And at first I could tell... No, like, people were kind of salty to me, but it's like, I, you know, I'm sorry. I gotta, I gotta take care of my family first, and if as long as I'm doing what I. You know, need to do and have been paid to do, and what people are relying on me to do. I got to say no to some other things.
5: That could be your, I know you're working on your biography book. This could be like your self help book, The Power of No. That's a great title of a book.
4: My book is called Just Say No. Just Say (laughs) No. But then I found out that was already used. (laughs) 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 I didn't
5: realize that. That was what? Nancy Reagan's (laughs) drug campaign in in the 80s? It was a drug thing. Just Say No. No, I was like, oh, dang, I can't use it. All all." right.
4: I, uh, I'm sending Steph, I don't know, this is a last minute thing, we were just talking about something off the air, and I was like, okay, let's just talk about it on the air, because, uh, I'm kind of like, um, thrown off a little bit, I just sent you a link to something, Steph, I don't know if you could put, like, the beginning of it in the system, do you believe in psychics at all?
5: Kind of. Do you
4: believe people have the ability to, like, tap in or communicate with people on the other side and get those messages from the other side to you or anything like that?
5: I I do believe people have a... um... A certain intuition where they can pick up on things. That I do believe. I do believe there's a bunch of garbage psychics out there that are just preying on people. But I do think those that have some kind of gift. And I do think, Mercedes, you got a touch of it. You got a touch of that gift, too.
4: I I do think I have an intuition about things. Um, I don't... I I never claim, like, I can communicate with people on the other side or anything like that. But something weird happened to me last night. I was was sitting there doing my work for the show today. And my phone is right there. And I have it on a little stand. And sometimes I'll just play TikToks and kind of scroll through them while I'm doing my work, just seeing what's going on. And this TikTok comes up and it's one of those where I don't know if you guys have received these before where it's like, stop scrolling. If this message found you, it's meant for you. And I've gotten those so many times and I I I'm usually like, yeah, okay. The yeah, algorithm says yeah, you need to see this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so she says that. She's like, stop scrolling, something like your grandma's got your back or or something about my grandma. So it kind of got my attention a little bit. And um, so I immediately think of my grandma. Her name is Ramona. And uh, she was my dad's mother. And uh, we called her Grandma Mona. So she goes, your grandma's name is. And she said these names. And none of them were Ramona. But she said Margaret. And then I was like, oh, yeah. My mom's mom's name is Margaret okay my other grandma who i only met like twice in my life maybe three times uh she was in hungary she passed away when i think i was like 14 or 15 years old and i've only met her a handful of times but and so i didn't i didn't know her that well my mom was born and raised in budapest came here which was young to live with her aunt and uncle and it's a whole thing but i'm like margaret oh my god does my hungarian grandma have my back like i i never really felt that close then this lady started saying other things
5: just, real quick so i like to do this with psyche so if you're listening right now see if this applies to you i know i want everyone else to do that because you, as you're doing this i'm saying if i watch this would it grab me the same way it grabbed you
4: the, she's got the beginning of it okay here here's here's how uh-uh you better not scroll i got a message from your grandmother okay my name is Margaret
2: Mildred, Amy, Anna, Annie. My last name is Carter.
4: It's like there's a lot of names there, but just I don't know why Margaret. I was like, what? Uh-huh. oh, okay. So I'm like thinking of Hungarian grandma. She, she goes on about a bunch of things, and they apply to me, and that's why it was weird. It maybe maybe I'm reading too much into it, but she talked about something about don't worry about your mom your grandma's going to handle your mom. I've been kind of worried about my mom lately. Like she's just nothing like, you know, physical or anything like that. But, uh, I just feel like she's been kind of lonely lately and I've been worried. And so then the lady's like, don't worry about your mom. Your grandma's taking care of your mom. So there's another thing. Then she says, you recently did something kind from some for someone And didn't say anything about it. And that's true. I did do something nice for someone. I didn't say anything about it. It was just something I wanted to do to help someone out. I'm still not going to say anything about it. So then there was that. Then she was like, "Um, you've been feeling down and out. And I have been feeling down. and And I know these could apply to everyone. But then she started saying specific things. You've seen crows lately. Dude, if there wasn't like a bunch of crows outside the radio station window yesterday, and then I was like, oh, okay, because I remember seeing them like, what died out there? Why are all these crows out there? <laughs> or Counting Crows music video. Uh, well, back to that too. <laughs> then she said something about like an elephant. And then I saw. Did you see that video where the elephant come back comes back and gets those guys that shot at it?
5: No, I saw the the, uh, the 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 sphere. They showed the first video from the sphere, and it's an elephant. Some... It's a huge elephant uh, video. So I, I have seen the elephant thing. Yeah, I was mesmerized by the size of this elephant.
4: Then she said, "Like you turned down some sort of an offer, and you did the right thing." And I did. I said no to something uh-huh. like we were talking about earlier, and she's like, "You did the right thing on it." And then she said. You're going to be seeing a lot of cars with spare tires. I kid you not on our walk yesterday, one of our neighbors had a flat tire in front of their house. And Matt goes, that would be a flat tire. And right as he said it, the guy came out and he was going to go in his trunk to put the spare on. So I was like, oh, gosh.
5: So, so many things here. So a lot of these, some of the stuff you were saying was applying to me. Was it like, applying boom, to you? Boom, okay. Boom. I got, okay. I got choked up there for a second. It was, it was applied so much. Some other stuff was far out there. The one thing I want to bring up, though, about you, you're going to see a lot of spare tires. I guarantee you, us talking about this now everyone's going to start seeing spare tires because <laughs> it's your reticular activating system. It's like you buy, all of a sudden you're, you're shopping, you're thinking about buying a blue Honda. Next thing you know, you see blue Hondas everywhere. They were always there. You're just now aware of now. So I, I do want to poke a hole in that thing because everyone's going to see spare tires all over the place because now we're talking about spare tires.
4: Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I felt like none of those I ever believed, but this lady's was, was freaking me out a little bit. Steph, your dad is a psychic, so you obviously believe Like, what's your whole take on this? Uh, The
2: TikTok videos scrolling through my page, I get a ton of those. Like, stop, this message is for you. So I'll watch the first 10 seconds or so. And if it doesn't apply to me, I'll just keep scrolling. So I do think that sometimes the algorithm knows that maybe my dad is a psychic or I'm into the tarot card stuff. And that's why they're bringing them to me. But I do not believe fully that everything in every single tarot card video applies to me.
4: Yeah, my take I I get those too. like they'll start shuffling the cards and they're like, that's the whatever of pentacles and that means that blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't know if I believe but yesterday on that specific video, there was just every single thing I was literally checking off the list like, that's me. That's me. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I'm freaking out. Like, it was just really weird. So I don't know if I believe or not. But... She got a lot of things right. <laughs> or maybe you were meant
5: to watch that video to present that to other people that are listening that are going through something. Oh, yeah. You're like the, the medium.
4: Hey, who else has a grandma named Margaret? <laughs> Raise your hand.
3: <laughs> now back to Mercedes in the Morning. Are you ready for it? On Mix 94.1.
4: Have you ever had to explain something to your kid that was just kind of uh, funny? 702-364-9400.
5: Over the weekend, my buddy was telling me, so his dad, uh, his mother passed away a few years ago. And his dad got remarried. And they're in their 60s. And they have a little boy, my buddy does, who's 7 years old. And they just, you know, dad and the new grandma just got married. And the little boy asked my buddy, he said, hey, when are grandpa and grandma, whatever the new mom, uh, gonna start having kids? And he's like,
4: Oh. Yeah, let's uh, that might not happen anytime soon. I don't know. Do they want kids? Mm, I don't know.
5: Uh, well son, <laughs> let me uh, let me explain. Um, and I asked him, like, what'd you tell him? And he said, Go ask mom. And, uh, no, I'm like, no, seriously, what'd you just tell him? And he said, Well, and I told him, I said, you know, uh, grandpa and your new grandma, they, they had their time to have kids. And they had me and your uncle and your aunt. They had lots of kids. And and now it's my time and your mom's time to have kids. And someday it'll be your time to have kids. And maybe grandma and uh, grandpa will get a new dog or adopt a a baby fish or something. But it was just like when the kid asks it, when the seven-year-old says, when are grandma and grandpa going to start having kids? It's like, uh,
4: ah. How do I explain this? Uh, Mm -hmm. Never. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Hey, you never know. You never know. Stranger things have happened. Is there something that you had to explain to a kid and maybe you had to uh kind of uh, tiptoe around things a little bit what was it 7023649400 I always feel like honesty is the best policy because if you when you start telling stories and they start believing stories then they start telling these stories to their friends or they realize that you lied to them at some point, And then there's trust issues in the end. So with that, you know, I'd still, i still I think simplicity is key on something like that.
5: How would you have responded with the seven year old says, Mom, when are grandma and grandpa going to start having kids?
4: They're not going to have kids, son. They're too old. Oh, <laughs> OK. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what I would have said. <laughs> they're just I, they, they're not having kids. They're too old to have kids. Oh, okay. I'm gonna go back I'm and play my toys. <laughs> yeah, I, I sometimes kids ask questions just to hear themselves talk. I'm truly, I truly believe that they don't care about what the answer is; they just want to hear themselves talk.
5: Well, they're not putting you're the one putting thought and pressure on the whole thing. Yeah. Like, it's just like ah, okay, cool, and they move about their way. They move on to the next thing. It's just like like a goldfish. Your memory just move on to the next thing.
4: Exactly. I mean, kids are funny. They they'll just question everything. But in the end, I really believe that they don't care about the answers sometimes. (laughs) They're just like asking, I think, just because they want to keep the conversation going. And that's kind of what I love about kids is... They just want to have a one-on-one conversation with you because it makes them feel good, but they're not absorbing a lot of what you're saying.
5: (laughs) It's a conversation that my buddy told me about. He probably tells other people about, but that kid asked that question, doesn't recall that conversation.
4: Oh, yeah. Ask him now, and he'll be like, wait, grandpa got married? (laughs) (laughs) When did that happen? Oh, yeah.
5: (laughs) I've got a new grandma? Oh. Does that mean I'm getting more gifts? Yes, exactly. That's what he
4: cares about. (laughs) legitimate question and it's not meant to be disrespectful in any way i promise i really really want to know when you go to med school and i should just ask one of my doctor friends is there like a you know you have classes in this and that and this and that is there a class on bedside manner like this is how you should talk to your patients this is this is the best way to deal with patients who maybe have an attitude. Do they have an actual class on that? I, I'm just curious because some, I think, are, like, incredible. And then others, it's not that their bedside manner is bad, but it's like sometimes they'll say things that you're like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what did you just say to me? Have you ever had a doctor uh, say something to you that you were like, huh? you've had this happen to you before
5: oh my gosh yes this was november of 2015 i remember this so vividly it was one weekend i had a really bad fever all weekend long like 102 like it was bad it was popping Advil to to break it and it finally broke and then about three or four days later um and i told you about this before mercedes and i may have talked about on the show before but this is kind of graphic um let's to go to-
4: oh, please be careful <laughs> whenever you say that i get really 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 concerned it's medical and oh, it freaked boy. me out when it happened oh
5: gosh i'm here at the radio station i go to use the bathroom and my um oh, God. my pinata thank you had swelled up to like five times its normal size five at least five times and you're like oh yeah and i'm like what is happening here what is going on? I was freaked out. So immediately after the show, called my doctor. He's like, come on down. See what's going on. So go in there and I tell him like, dude, I'm telling you five times. It's just, I don't know what's happening. And then he's like,
4: oh, I'm so sorry. This is five (laughs) times. Wow. (laughs) You call this five times, son. (laughs) That sucks. (laughs) I hate to see normal.
5: Yeah. So he's like, drop your pants. See what's going on. So he's just standing there and I drop my pants and he goes, I'll never forget this. He goes, whoa, I've never seen that before.
4: That's probably not something you want to hear from the doctor. No. Yeah. Whoa. I've never seen
5: that before. Not like, okay, let's take a look here. Hmm, What's going on here? Whoa. I've never seen that before. Can I take a photo and share with other doctors?
4: He's texting it to his buddies. like, (laughs) check this out.
5: (laughs) Dude, you know that guy from (laughs) X-94.1? Look at this thing. And I'm like, what? What are you kidding me? And he's like, I got to send you to, to a specialist or something. Because I, I I don't know. He repeats with, I don't know. When your doctor says, I don't know, it's like panic starts to set in.
4: I'd rather he say, I don't know, than uh, let's see. Let me go look up in my book. or <laughs> Well, actually, no, I'd rather they look up in their book. I'd rather they just, just say they don't know than just spew out some nonsense. That's not true. Googling it or something, trying yeah. to find
5: out. And so he sends me to a specialist. Just a long story short, it was because of the fever that I had over the weekend. My lymph nodes didn't drain properly and everything just drained down the center of me and everything was fine. I was like, Phew. but when a doctor looks at something, especially in that area and they go, Whoa, I've never seen that before. That takes you back.
4: What is the thing that you had uh, someone in the medical field say to you, maybe it wasn't a doctor, maybe it was a nurse. It, maybe it was someone that was doing your imaging. Uh, wh- what was it? 702 uh, 364 I just got this text. It says, I've worked with doctors for over 30 years. And one thing is for sure. They either have a great bedside manner and might not be the best clinician, or they're an amazing clinician and have a good bedside manner. It's not a common thing to find someone who is both. Mm, Okay, that's interesting. I've I've had. I'm trying to think. There was only one doctor that I just felt really weird around. He was just I, and it was more of a personal thing. Like he was just really cold. And I was like, why aren't you nice? Like and thinking that to myself, like he was just like, sit down. Okay, fine. You're right. Yeah, blah, blah. And so like, I just stopped seeing them. I like someone that has a little bit of empathy for you, mm-hmm. but a girlfriend of mine, I know, I remember she told me, and uh, I think I mentioned this on the air once she went to the OBGYN for her annual and she gets in position and all that. And the first thing he says is, wow, very nice. <laughs> and she was like, <laughs> What? Like why? I mean, thank you, but what? Very nice.
5: <laughs> Very nice. Okay, thanks, Doc. Hey, what a compliment! He sees a lot of them. He sees a lot.
4: <laughs> yes, exactly. And, and so maybe that's a that that is the major compliment when you get that because it's better than. Hey. <laughs> 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 hot,
3: hot, hot. It's time for the Hot Three on Mix ninety four point one.
4: UFO fans are going crazy over this. Everyone else is kind of like, wait, what? What's going on? On Tuesday, Mexico held its first congressional hearings on UFOs. And a longtime UFO enthusiast unveiled what he claims are actual fossils.
5: What was that was, that? The to, oh it was the chair. I swear to the
4: chair. I swear was the chair. <laughs> I, I, I hear the stories. I'm like, huh? That was the chair. Okay. I swear to God. Um, anyway, they, uh, a longtime UFO enthusiast unveiled what he claims are actual fossilized remains of two dead aliens. I don't know if you saw the pictures, yes. but they're small. They're less than two feet tall. They do look like aliens or, well, they definitely don't look like humans. I'll say that. Um, They're the bodies are very bony the skull the skulls are elongated that long necks no teeth only three fingers on each hand. He claimed that they were recently unearthed from a mine in Peru, that 30% of their DNA couldn't be identified, and that the carbon dating showed the fossils were between 700 and 1,800 years old. He also claimed x-rays showed one of them had eggs in its body when it died with embryos inside, and a few other experts also claimed they're legit. And all this was under oath, if that matters to you. He says he thinks it's clear They're non-human specimens saying we're not alone. The scientific community is kind of skeptical. So I don't know. they They look really scary to me, but believable scary. You know, like I—that's kind of how I envision aliens to look like. A
5: little ET-ish. They have three fingers, super long fingers. But that dude, Ryan Graves, was at that hearing here in the states. Was there, and he calls this whole thing a stunt. A lot of people are calling this thing a stunt. Uh, so you do have that side of it that that, uh, that say this thing is fake. Who's looking for attention down there? But it looks like an alien to me when you see it. You show me that picture. I'm like, that's an alien.
4: Someone uh, posted a funny meme they, with a picture of the uh, of the alien, and it says, "This is what." Um, a dried sour patch kid looks like when I find it under my bed. And I was like, that is one of the most accurate descriptions of that that I've ever seen. It really does. Yeah, so.
5: I don't know. It's, it's, it's interesting to see. I mean, I, 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 I'm I like you. I, I, we're not alone. I believe that. There's something else out there. Is that the alien down there in Mexico? Eh, who knows? But I believe there's something else out there. I really do.
4: Yeah, so now, now you uh, can look <laughs> up the pictures and make the decision for yourself. Also this morning, the Strong National Museum Hall of Fame in Rochester, New York has announced that there are the toy candidates for induction into the National Toy Hall of Fame are ready to go. And thanks to the movie Barbie, the Ken doll is in the running for the very first time. You can vote online for your favorites until September 20th. And then the seven winning toys are going to be made public in November. So see if you know all of these. You've got baseball cards that are nominated, Battleship, Bingo, Bop It, Cabbage Patch Kids, the Choose Your Own Adventure game books, Connect Four, Ken, the Little Tykes Cozy Coop, the the Nerf, the Slime, and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. This is the first time that they've ever had the nominations where I knew every single thing on it. There's usually one or two that I'm like, what the heck is that? Mm-hmm. I've never heard of it. But this is the first time I know what they all are.
5: Is the Cozy Coop the red car with the yellow roof? Yes! yes those oh, are so cute! Yeah, my brother had one. It was so easy to push, too, because that, that big yellow roof it was like pushing a shopping cart. You could push that thing so fast. It was two doors. You get in and out. Oh, I love the Cozy Coop.
4: Uh, as much as I love it, I wouldn't put it as my final. Like, for the seven winning toys, that wouldn't be in my seven winning toys. I would put Ken. Mm-hmm. I would put baseball cards. I would put Battleship. I would put Cabbage Patch Kids. Um Nerf, Ninja Turtles, and Connect Four. I think those are the big ones. That's solid. Yeah.
5: That's solid. N- N- Nerf toys just in general. The slime too. Remember like, the slime stuck on something you couldn't get it off? Oh, it on a still, wall. My kids
4: make slime my, my youngest will make slime. I found a bag of slime in her room the other day. Like we were cleaning it out. And there's this just Ziploc baggie and it's squishy. And I'm like, it's gray. Like the ugliest gray color you could imagine. I go, what is this? And she's like, slime. <laughs> I'm like, <"W- laughs> why do you just have a bag of gray slime here? And she's like, my friends and I made it and I just I just left it there. And I was like, okay. It's like it's just it's so <laughs> random. It's <That's> a <laughs> I, random thing. I I don't know. Maybe that's a mom thing. Have you ever just found something really random in your kids' room and you're like, what is this? I just uh, going through I was looking for a pair of my my yoga pants that I, I was convinced she stole. And then last I'm digging through stuff it's like here's a bag of slime <laughs> in case you need it. It was so just random. Just random things. All right, finally this morning the true story of uh one of music's most infamous cons is going to be the subject of the upcoming Paramount Plus documentary called Millie Vanilli. The true story of Millie Vanilli is going to be told. Now, if you don't know who Millie Vanilli is, let us tell you. This duo, they rose to fame after their first album, Girl, You Know It's True, went platinum six times. Girl, you know it's true. But they quickly fell after it was found out that they had never sung a note. So scandalous. The documentary is going to cover the history of the group as well as an interview with group member Rob Pilatus that was recorded two months before he died. As well as interviews with music execs and uh, previously unseen archival footage. Uh, Millie Vanilla hits Paramount Plus on October 24th.
5: They won a Grammy and they took the Grammy away from them once they found out it wasn't the two guys that were singing it. But my thing is, then why didn't the people that sing it just get the credit for the Grammy? Because we love the song. Whether it's those two dudes singing it, whoever sings it, it was still a huge, two huge hit songs right there.
4: Yeah, the guys that did sing it had really good voices. Mm-hmm. And it makes me feel bad that they obviously thought they were not marketable enough or attractive enough to to just go based on their own looks. So it's like, okay, you guys have the looks. You have the voice. You have to sing but you get no credit for it. That's so sad. Oh, so hard. Do you think it would have been that big of a scandal if it happened today
5: or it was just being back when it happened? see them lip syncing and they were on stage and the tractor started skipping and skipping and skipping. That's when people thought something was up. People lip sync all the time.
4: Well, yeah, but it wasn't just lip syncing. That was the problem. Like it wasn't they were lip syncing to other people's voices. That's like if I went up there and I start lip syncing Taylor Swift and I'm like, hey, this is my song Cruel Summer and it's not me. Like, well, I mean, that's a flat out lie.
5: Let's do it. Okay. Ready, guys? (laughs) Wow. She's got a great voice. (laughs) Broadcasting live
4: think About this 702 uh, 364 is our number. Miss Universe, the Miss Universe pageant, iconic, right? Yeah. Miss Universe, the most beautiful woman in the world. You're crowned, you're the one, you're the gold standard. And you, it's more than just looks, it's intelligence, it's interviews. There's just a, a bunch of things. Although, I don't, does Miss Universe have a talent competition?
5: I think they do. Do, do they? they get rid of that? I, I don't know. They I'm, I'm not sure it.
4: how it works. Well, anyway, they just announced that the Miss Universe pageant is got an end to age limits so soon all women over 18 are going to be allowed to compete every adult woman in the world is now going to be eligible to compete for miss universe now previously you aged out at 28 years old oh like, that seems really young it was 18 to 28 you couldn't be the most beautiful woman in the world if you were over 28 years old that was right there right um what do you guys think do you think that this is a good thing or do you think well this is what this this is what it has been for so many years and this is unfair to the people before who couldn't compete, so let 's just keep it um eighteen to twenty eight and and that's that's where the beauty lies is it between eighteen and twenty eight I mean obviously, I totally disagree with that um I think this is great. I think this is it, it, again it's more than just the outer beauty, although no one can deny when you see the Miss Universe pageant, I've never seen an unattractive (laughs) woman. True. It's never happened. True. But does anyone else think that, Like, what do you think about this? Is this something that they should just keep the same? Because that's the tradition of the Miss Universe pageant or are you like me thinking well it's about time like why did we even have this limit in the first place I think this is fantastic
5: and you you evolve and change rules as, as things progress and I think this is awesome I think once they change this I bet you the next winner is going to be someone in the 30s or 40s I definitely think it's going to be someone outside of that age range because I mean it's, to me, there's still 30, 40, 50, 60-year-olds that are just as stunning as some 28-year-olds out there. I think the ladies, the older ladies, are going to take it to the younger ladies. And then if you, with the intelligence and talents, maybe some of these older ladies, maybe a little more wiser than an 18-year-old girl answering some of these questions. This is going to be good. Business is going to pick up on this thing.
4: What about moms? being allowed to compete.
5: Oh, mom's not allowed to compete they right They were
4: now? not allowed to. Are you serious? But beginning in 2022, the organization began allowing mothers and married women to compete. Even though it's Miss Universe, they started allowing that too, which again, I, I uh, what are we basing this on? Your marital status? Like, oh, you're you're great, but you're married? No. You, uh, th- like, there were just so many limits. It didn't make sense. But Wynne is on the phone and Wynne disagrees with this. Wynn says no. Do not open it up. When why do you think that? I I don't know. It's just to me it's always been
2: about, you know, like the younger generation and the, the I just don't see the
4: older I just don't see it happening. I don't know why. <laughs> so you so you okay, you think that it needs to stay like a 25-year-old competing for Miss Universe. No one wants to see like a 40-year-old going up against her is that kind of what you're saying? <laughs>
2: Well, yeah, I think it makes it a little harder. I think it's always been geared towards younger women, so it's going to make it harder even for the older women to get – Chick. So I don't think anybody's going to go that route. They're going to keep going with the younger kids.
4: So even if they do apply and do try to compete, they're going to get right. weeded out anyway because, well, you're older and they want the younger right. people. Is that what you think? Okay, interesting. What do you guys think? Thank you for calling when we appreciate it. Do you guys agree with her? Or do you disagree? 702-364-9400.
5: It's like Tom Brady. How old was Tom Brady when he won his last Super Bowl in his early 40s, late 30s? Yeah, there's ladies out there that can come in and crush this thing. There is there a Mr. Universe pageant?
4: I don't know. I don't know. The, the whole pageant thing, I just have such mixed feelings on. I really do. I feel like it's so outdated. Well, this is a
5: lifestyle. There's I, for I
4: know. I, I do like the pageants where w- uh, women can win scholarship money to further their education. I think that's amazing. That's a great way. Um, Just another option. But I don't know if there are Mr. Universes and Miss... Isn't that like a bodybuilding competition? Yeah,
5: there is the Mr. Universe or Mr. Olympia. There's a ton oh, of them. But Mr. Okay. Olympia is the one... And that's, that's just straight bodybuilding. They're not doing, I don't think, though there was, the, uh, the WWE had a bodybuilding federation in the 90s. It was called the WBF. It was the same thing, just muscle guys competing. But they did have a talent thing in there. And you'd see these big muscle heads coming out. I remember this one guy is like playing the violin on stage. <laughs> like oh my gosh oh just flex dude just flex i
4: I could never ever do a pageant because i don't have a talent that i could do on stage oh yes you do no i don't i don't have any like i'm not saying i'm not talented i have talents but nothing that could be on stage
5: you play the violin
4: I do not play the violin. Steph, it's, look for Mercedes no. violin.
5: We have the audio of Mercedes playing the violin. We
4: have lovely people listening this morning. I don't want to ruin their morning. Okay. No, <laughs> if you practice
5: more, because you picked this is the first time you picked up the violin in like 10 years or something. Maybe even longer. And it was you, you held your own. There was a reason I
4: quit. I was never good. <laughs> I was never good. Okay, there was hold never a time.
5: Hold on, here it is. Mercedes playing the violin. This is from like three years ago.
4: Your next Miss Universe, Mercedes <laughs> Martinez! This is my meal, I call this girl dinner. Girl, girl dinner! Girl.
5: I can't get enough of that. You introduced us, a lot of us, to Mercedes, to the girl dinner thing. And I I showed my wife Laura the thing weeks ago when he first brought it up. And the girl dinner is in our house all the time. Girl lunches, girl breakfast. It's all girl dinners going on in our house right now.
4: If you don't know what girl dinner is, it's a a trend that just is everywhere. And it shows how we ladies are just innovative and like to throw things together to make our dinners whether it's something small like crackers and cheese because that's what i had left over or two chicken nuggets from my kid's plate and a granola bar because that's all i have and i haven't gone to the grocery store that's basically what they call girl dinner this is my meal i call this girl dinner Girl dinner. but there's something new now oh what do you got there's something new and it's called girl hammer girl hammer girl hammer girl hammer oh girl hammer. do you know what a girl hammer is uh tell me what a girl hammer is i actually made a girl hammer the other you night did. yeah my uh so my daughter she was hanging up this uh this like thing to put her they love taking polaroid photos of each other like their friends and stuff and so she it's like a grid a wall grid and then you put the polaroid uh photos and you you clip them to that and so she had one and she got a bigger one my daughter and um she needed help putting it up but the way it was on the previous nail it it over it it went over the wall so like it was it was hanging out like someone was gonna run into it it was just too big so i had to readjust it and and we had to put take the nail out that it was hanging on and put it in a different spot so it wouldn't hang over. So I made a girl hammer. Girl hammer. I didn't want to go hammer. find an actual hammer. Girl
2: hammer. Oh, girl
4: hammer. So what I did instead was she had her hydro flask there uh, filled with water. It was really heavy. And so I took the nail, I grabbed her hydro flask, and I started banging the the nail in the wall with the hydro flask and it went in perfectly and boom, I created a girl hammer. Girl hammer. Girl hammer. Girl hammer You know hammer, you've created oh, one. Girl you just hammer. you don't wanna find a hammer. Yeah, maybe you don't even have a hammer. So you just find whatever is there that you can bang something into the wall with or or push something down with what is what have you created as a girl hammer has anyone else done something like that before i was very proud of myself it's
5: ingenious this is brilliant so using the as you're telling the story I, i hit a message to my wife the new thing is girl hammer use something that's not a hammer as a hammer her
4: response what
5: all the time horseshoes at the barn
4: horseshoes they're so heavy yes. and you need to hit something and make sure it goes down or whatever and you use those yes that perfect is a girl hammer girl hammer i've used i've used shoes as girls, girl good. hammers all the time i've used a bottle of wine as a girl hammer before i've used a candle as a girl hammer before. There are so many things that you can use as a girl hammer. It's ridiculous.
5: Why is it the two that we're too lazy to go down and get a hammer? Because the hammer in my house is downstairs in the kitchen in that one drawer that has all kinds of odds and ends in it. And you might be upstairs. You that one little nail like, ah, let me use the bottom of my shoe instead of going downstairs to get the actual hammer.
4: I don't even know where our hammer is. Oh, you don't? I don't even... I have no clue where the hammer is at all. Like, do we even have a hammer? I'm sure we do because my husband has a whole tool set up in the garage. But I go... I I went there once looking for a measuring tape. I was so overwhelmed. I saw things that I'm like, what does that even do? Like there's little suitcases and you open it up and there's all these like metal things in there, different sizes. And I'm like, what the heck is this? He's like, those are drill bits. Like what the (gasps) hell?
5: Does every guy have a case toolkit? Cause oh, I got he's the suitcase toolkit? Oh, he got all suitcase that stuff. Mine is red, and anytime i got to fix something inside, I go to the garage, I get my red suitcase toolkit. You set it down, and then you open it up, and as you open it up, it expands to all these tools. And it was a Christmas gift I got from my parents, gosh like 15 years ago maybe 20 years ago and I never forget it. my dad goes you'll use these someday and I think about it every time I go and get that red suitcase
4: that's it's so funny he's got to- tools there that I literally have no clue what they do like what is if I had to guess what that did I would say "Um, does that punch a hole in the wall he'd be like no this is for this or whatever <laughs> um, we're getting so many texts on girl hammers uh, this one says my favorite girl hammer is a, a high heel um, I've used a curling iron As a girl hammer before, Uh, screwdriver. I've used a very sturdy ice cream scoop. Ooh, that would be a good one. I never even thought about that. Uh, This one says, I'm 60 and I have been girl hammering and girl dinnering my whole life. Girl hammer. (laughs) You started the trend. girl Girl hammer.
3: It's time for heads up with Mercedes in the morning on Mix ninety four point one.
4: All right, let's get our contestant. It is Lorena. Lorena. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. And let's make you a winner. We have these tickets to go check out. Leah and Rhymes. We've got two categories for you to choose from this morning. Do you mm-hmm. want to go with Mrs. Officer or playing the keys? Playing the keys. Playing the keys. It is September's National Piano Month. So these are all different musical instruments, okay? All right. Okay. Who do you want to pick as your partner? Uh, you, Mercedes. All right.
5: All right, Lorena, 60 seconds on the clock. It gets six correct, and you win, and you start now.
4: You bang on these. You have sticks. That, <laughs> yes. This is um six six strings. You strum it. Um uh, uh, guitar yes um this is you have in your mouth and you move it from side to side and um uh, a blue uh, no uh, blues traveler guy was known for playing this uh you blow into it okay um this is what the what did you just say the the item you just said yes this is where you just hit it with a little metal thing and go ding And oh, it's a, oh my gosh a little triangle thing yes it's a triangle yeah um this is where you sit on a, a little stool and you use your fingers on the strings it's very elegant um Um, angels play one of these (laughs) oh my goodness um that okay um i'm all about that Mm, but no treble um uh 10 seconds really deep not the treble but the what Oh oh pass Okay this is you blow into it oh! oh Trumpet Yes it was a trumpet <laughs> Ugh, We still would have only had five though Oh Let's stop. right now I'm so sorry Hang on the line Let's get you a consolation present Um Dang we got stuck on harmonica That was the one the the John Hopper Blues Traveler one and then Harp. And then bass, all about that bass. It's, it's hard when you're on the air with the uh, pressure and yeah, the yikes. clocks
5: are ticking as well. So a lot goes on those are there.
4: really Those are really hard. I love it. Uh, I should have just gone with cowbell. That's one of the next ones on the list. Oh. I love instruments. <laughs> you know, cowbell counts as an instrument. Triangle as
5: well. Caller 20, you get those tickets. 702-364-9400.
4: Man, people are getting really upset about this. Who knew that a kid's meal would make people all riled up. This is something that's been going around on social media. And uh, it's a woman who was showing a hack on how to get more bang for your buck at Olive Garden. And she was showing how you can basically get um, a $7 meal that would, as an adult, cost you twenty dollars. So it was this this woman. She she goes on social media. She posts a TikTok showing um, how she went through, did uh, takeout from Olive Garden, and she got uh, pasta, a side of broccoli, a drink, two bre- breadsticks, and a salad for seven dollars for the full meal. And it's all because she ordered off of the kids menu. And people are like brilliant, so smart. Great hack. Thank you for sharing. Others are like, wow, tacky o- order off the adult menu. What do you guys think about adults ordering off of a kid's menu? Do you think it's okay? Or do you think it's tacky to do just seeing this? I love the financial hack of it. Don't get me wrong. Like that, that's, that's a great benefit. But for me, I will order off of a kid's menu when we do takeout sometimes. It depends on what they have. Um, And a lot of the reason that I do that is because of the portion sizes. They're normal human portion sizes. (laughs) Other times, if you get the adult version, it's massive. And yeah, I get the argument for leftovers and stuff. I just, I don't prefer leftovers and I'd rather not waste the food. So there's one particular restaurant we'll get takeout from sometimes and they have like the salmon meal that's massive. This gigantic piece of salmon that's big as my head, a huge a thing a, a tree of broccoli and then like mashed potatoes <laughs> like piled up to the heavens. Or you can get the kid's salmon meal. It's a normal human piece of salmon. I can the, get the broccoli that is not gigantic and just a, a normal human sized scoop of mashed potatoes. Totally good. It, it fills me up. It's perfect. I order it, but I'm not a kid.
5: Okay, go to a restaurant. Now, I'm going to take the other side that, that that you should leave the kid stuff for the kids. Let's so say you go to the restaurant, and it's you, Mercedes, and three of your other friends. And whatever the kid item is, it's five bucks. And you all order off the kid menu and you have a total of 20 bucks versus ordering the adult size, which is 10 bucks and will come out to $40. So now. The restaurant is making less money. The server is getting a lower tip because you four adults are getting off the kids menu. And then a kid comes in later on in the afternoon with the parents and the parents order off the adults menu. The kids they like, oh, I have the chicken nuggets. Oh, sorry, kid. We're out of chicken nuggets because adults have been ordering them all morning long.
4: How often do you think that really happens where they run out of the kids food? I mean, most, of, like I said, I get the same thing. I just get the kid portion of it.
5: The kid size? Can you order an adult size and say, can you yeah, cut like that they in have half? Yeah,
4: ch- well, and that's a good point. Um, I don't do that. I just, it's like, oh, for, for $8, I can get the portion size I want. What do you guys think? 702 364 9400. Victoria, good morning. Good morning. Do you think it's wrong as an adult to order off of a kid's menu? no it's not wrong and my daughter is in the car right now lyric um we do all the time we ask for the kids menu wherever we go and we all order off the kids menu including me do you – because I agree with you on the tip thing, JC. Like, that actually – I didn't even think about that. That would kind of bother me that, oh, now they're only getting tipped off kids' menu items, which are significantly more um, less expensive. Do you add a little bit extra? Because I could see myself adding extra, like, hey, sorry, let's <laughs> let's take care of you there. Do you do that for the server? Um, because my husband's in the industry, I do um, tip the person that's taking care of us because – People do look at like, I do you really want a kid's menu? Like, really? I don't. Put the free ice cream with it. <laughs> so I'm like, no. I'm going to give you a nice tip for taking care of me and my family. Well, why don't
5: restaurants see that? If 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 restaurants are seeing more people are ordering adults off the kids menu, why don't restaurants then tweak their things to accommodate adults instead of giving these oversized portions?
4: I that's what I think that they should do. I agree. I just don't need the gigantic portion of it. Uh, Julie, good yeah. morning. What do you think? Yes, good morning. I agree. The portions at the restaurants are so large that the kids portions are are like decent size and they're filling and the cost of course is a lot less as well. Yeah, I I have never done it in an actual restaurant. I have only done it when we've done takeout and my whole rationalization is well, my husband got an adult meal, so I got the kids. So they don't know. They <laughs> don't know if it's a kid. They don't or, know yeah. if it, who's eating that. And what if it is for my daughter? What if she, we've got two kids meals. And we went, We were in a restaurant in Hawaii, and it was a restaurant where um, my daughter didn't really like anything. She's 14. The kids meal ended at 12. So she just ordered something. She got like buttered noodles. And the server goes, how old are you? And she goes, 14. She goes, you can't order off of it. And she goes, okay. Well, and then she hands her the adult menu. She goes, what do you want on here? She goes, Well, I don't like anything on there, so I guess I just won't eat. And the lady left. It's like, okay. Two minutes later, she comes back. She's like, what did you want from the kid's menu? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, my daughter was like, not gonna eat anything <laughs> off of that. The manager's
5: like, uh, let the kid eat too. <laughs> yeah. Let the kid eat. Hey, next hour we've got your tickets to our sound house that's happening.
3: It's gonna be May. It's time for the Hot 3 on NYX 94.1.
4: This MGM hack is so crazy. So the Elf v. Black Cat ransomware group, they claimed responsibility for the cyber outage uh, this week. The, The group claims that they used common social engineering tactics or gaining trust from employees to get inside information to try and get a ransom out of MGM Resorts, but the company reportedly refuses to pay. And they say that that conversation to get initial access took just 10 minutes. So this is what they're saying that they did. They said that they looked up someone that worked at the MGM um, Resorts uh, group on LinkedIn. They found that employee and then they called the help help desk pretending to be that employee. And that's how they gained access to all that information. Now, those details came from them. They haven't been confirmed from, you know, security researchers. But the the international resort chain just started experiencing those outages earlier this week. A lot of customers are concerned for their safety. Um, this morning, Caesars Entertainment uh, disclosed a data breach with the SEC this morning. Um, it's It's just been, I don't know how else to phrase it as, just a debacle. It's a bit a debacle. Yeah, it
5: really has, but it, it is also too crazy. All the infor- And we're all guilty of it of how much of our information is out there and how easily it is accessible to go through LinkedIn. This person's name calls the help desk. Everything's right there in front of them. They're asking questions to verify it. Oh, well, how long have you been with the company, Tom? Oh, I started in 2008. Oh, yeah, so you started in 2008. It's right there. It's scary that they can do that stuff.
4: Yeah, and that people are falling for it. Like, literally, I don't believe anything that is emailed to me or texted to me. Uh, I... I'm like, okay, thank you. Oh, this is from my bank. Okay, let me go check my bank on my own. Let me, I'll log in on my own and just Mm -hmm. make sure because, like, people are just getting so creative. It's crazy.
5: Laura got a text message from we use Bank of America, and she got one like a couple weeks ago, and she sent me a screenshot, and it showed like fraudulent stuff, and there was a link and everything, and she sent it to me kind of like in a panic. She's like, oh my gosh, take a look, and then I think she was about to act on it, and then she reread it, and there was a typo in it, and it's so funny though that these scammers go through all these efforts to get someone, and it looks so legit. But they missed the one typo that's always like a red flag to say, okay, they spelled that word wrong. This is not, you know, that's the first sign that something is wrong.
4: You have like all this high tech technology to do that and you can't use spell check. You can't use spell check. Like, what is wrong with you?
5: If there wasn't the one typo, Laura might have clicked on it. Who knows? Or I would have clicked on it. But it's like, wait a second. I think Bank of America would proofread their stuff before sending it to us.
4: Yeah, there. Uh, my friend got a call. She said they said they were from her bank and that there was fraudulent activity and that they were going to send her a four-digit code immediately just to confirm that it's her and that she'll need to tell them the four-digit code when she gets it so that they can unlock her account. And just if something didn't sit right with her on it, and she's like, um, I'm going to just go log in right now and just check really quick. And they're like, no, 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 don't do that. Do not do that. D- just tell us the four-digit account. We're texting it to you right now. So she gets the text. There's a four-digit thing. And she just was like, oh, I don't feel right about this. So she said, you know what? I'm I'm just going to go ahead and, and do this on my end and I'll call you guys back. Is there a number I can reach you? And they're like, no. So then when they were aggressive, she knew. They were using, they needed that four digits to get into her account. They They went to her account and applied like, she had lost the password, mm-hmm. and then once they get access with that four-digit account, they can go in, drain her account, and get out of and there. And
5: so they're texting her, because they have her phone number, they're trying to get in. They're texting they, her, saying, we, we need the number back. Yeah. Oh, my god. So
4: don't fall for any Nothing. of that stuff, you guys. It's uh just confirm it on your own. Get off the phone. Call your bank independently, or call the the site independently through their actual links on their website because they're these people are just getting so creative. It's crazy.
5: Have you uh, made your dinner reservation? Because that's one of the things no. with the MGM hack. You couldn't make reservations online. You just had a call, old school style, and you've been putting off making this reservation because you got to call down and it's make it. It's
4: still down. <laughs> I just left it back on. I mean, I guess I'll have to call them because I really need to make this reservation over there. But yeah, it's just, it's crazy, the whole thing. And if you're working over there, I got to imagine it's got to be st- tough for you dealing with the people if you're staying there it's got to be tough and just yeah let us know how things have been Mm -hmm. going uh also this morning so there's a study that came out talking about tobacco and marijuana use and they say that it's tied to a much higher risk of depression and anxiety you know a lot of people will utilize those two things to help treat depression and anxiety but they're saying it's actually leading to it they did this study and they found that both substances um the people that use them experience depression or anxiety at almost twice the rate of people that don't use either one so something to to keep in mind you know a lot of people use it to deal with that stuff but in the long run it could be causing more mental health issues
5: if it's piling on top of it too yeah you've ever heard that like someone smokes some weed they get anxiety what's that sound you paranoid what's that noise who's that is that what's going on it's just it adds to all that yeah
4: stuff. so just you know be careful with that and then uh finally this morning i think this is cool what do you guys think so Lyft, they're making a change to help women and people of different gender identities feel safer getting rides um the company's adding a feature called women plus connect which is going to allow women and non-binary riders to get matched with female and non-binary drivers if they're available they say that this has been a feature that has been requested a lot um it offers control over the driving experience for women and non-binary people, allowing them to feel much more confident, much more safe. I mean, I don't I don't use Lyft or Uber very often. I really don't. Um, usually just when I go out of town. And I don't it's never bothered me to get a male driver at all. Uh, but I could see where maybe it's late at night and you would feel safer mm-hmm. just having a female if you're a female driving you home? What do you guys think about that?
5: I think it's a great option. I end up using Uber a lot for whatever, a cars in the shop or I gotta get a rental car to drive out of town. I find myself Ubering multiple times a month for something. And there are already so many options, too. Like, do you want conversation? Less conversation? Do you prefer a cool ride? A not cool ride? There's so many different things right now. There's just one more layer they can add to it. I don't think it's a bad thing.
4: It's funny because um, my daughter, she has to take Uber to the airport when she flies home, and she was running late for her flight uh, the Ed Sheeran weekend when it got canceled. <laughs> (laughs) and uh she was so scared because she was all sweaty when she got in the car she's like texting me and her only concern was that they were going to ruin her perfect uber rating she's like i'm just so scared that they're going to give me a lower rating so i'll i'll fly home before they uh, got up in the air she's checking and checking and safe to say it was fine they still gave her five stars she was very upset yeah that That,
5: that you got that's a social status right there
4: Hearing this makes me so happy because I am a huge fan of sunblock sunscreen. I put it all over my face every single day. Also on my hands, wherever my skin is exposed, love the sunscreen and to hear that you and your buddy would put it all over each other. Just not to get sunburned. Oh, my gosh. That warms my heart. It makes me so happy.
5: <laughs> my buddy, Tim Horn, he was my roommate in college. We lived in Paradise Bay Club. He was one of my first friends here in Las Vegas. And prior to that, I had never applied sunscreen to another, another one of my buddies. So I, I, I just never did. And I moved to Las Vegas, and we started hanging out. And Mercedes, it started first with lotion. He's like, dude, I have to ask you
4: something. <laughs> Nice. I'm
5: like, what's that, man? And and for the first like week, his girlfriend Bonnie was in 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 from Denver, but then she left town. And he's like, I need you to do a big favor. I'm like, what's that? He's like, Will you please put lotion on my back? Like what? He's like, Please, man. I just like the worst dry skin. Like really? He was yeah, please. And I remember putting that on the first time. His back was so scaly, and so he'd always ask me to do that, and I would. And then we went out to the pool. We'd hang out by the pool all the time. I'd put a lotion on his back. He'd put some on mine, and we'd be good to go.
4: Oh wait, it wasn't sunscreen. It was just tanning lotion. Oh, it was tanning. Maybe uh, mine was tanning lotion. Yeah. You just mine was oil. Threw my happiness out the window. Yeah, it was.
5: It was. It was tanning oil. I think Banana bro whatever the, oh. the, the brand was. Yeah, I would use oil.
4: Well, in a a poll on uncomfortable things, forty two percent of men say that they're not comfortable putting sunscreen on a male friend's back. Forty two percent of guys say that. They're not comfortable. Is it because it's sunscreen and they'd rather put tanning lotion instead? (laughs) Um, Another 42% say they're uncomfortable having to share a friend or share a bed with a male friend. If you guys had to sleep in the same bed, would you be uncomfortable about that? I have in the past,
5: but I would prefer to have my own bed or someone go on the floor. I'm just not sure how I'm going to. I have no issue with it, but I'd rather if one of us go on the floor. Like, I've done it before, but I just, I just want why that space. Why, though? Why be
4: uncomfortable? Like, just sleep in the bed. Who cares? I'm just, just being honest. I've done it plenty of times before. I know, but, like, that's why I'm asking, like, why? Like, why does it bother? Like, why is it uncomfortable? I'm not trying to come down on you. I just want to know, like, the serious reason why I don't know
5: how I'm going to end up or something. Like a rollover, a hand the, on top his, or something. Uh, yeah, your
4: arms around him. Yeah. yeah you don't
5: think going to end. But I've done it many
4: times before in the past. Just not now, you wouldn't do it.
5: Yeah, I would prefer to get my own bed.
4: What is something that makes you uncomfortable? like, like to do? Maybe it's in public, Some of the other situations. these are all gender situations. So forty eight percent of men are uncomfortable crying in front of a male friend. That's compared to only eighteen percent of women. Women are completely fine with crying in front of their friends. That
5: number seems high. That forty-eight percent of guys are not comfortable crying in front of a buddy. Yeah, I would think that'd be much lower. Because I'm, I'm totally cool with crying in front of a buddy.
4: Do you cry in front of your friends
5: if there's something? If something happens, I'm, if, I, if it's tear-worthy, I'm not going to hold my tears back because I'm around a buddy.
4: Have you cried lately in front of a male friend?
5: Um. Yes.
4: Okay. Yes. Okay. Um. Seventeen percent of men. Uncomfortable hugging a male friend. Oh, I'm a hugger. I hug everyone. That's compared to just 5% of women. Um, Steph, is there something you're uncomfortable... It doesn't have to be gender-related. Just something uncomfortable you're... You, like, have this feeling of, Ooh, I feel weird doing this in public.
2: Uh, talking about my feelings? Yeah. I think you can agree, Mercedes. is just, like, it's really hard for me to put into words if there's something wrong. And... How to end it. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm not feeling good. You know, me and James, we had an argument. Okay, thanks. Bye. Like what?
4: It's just so weird. Would you agree, Mercedes? Yeah, I uh, I am the best listener. I will listen to all my friends problems. And I take great pride in it that people will trust me to tell me like people tell me some really personal things. And I'm always like, wow, they trusted me to tell them that. On the other end, I would never tell them those same things or whatever. Or, yeah, I don't like talking about my feelings. Even the talking about talking about my feelings is making me (laughs) uncomfortable. So I don't like talking about this. So let's move on. What about
5: (laughs) eating alone? Eating alone? It was last week I was working at night and Laura wanted sushi. So she's like, hey, I'm going to go grab some sushi. I'm like, cool, have fun. And she just went by herself to our place to have dinner by herself. Would you? Are you comfortable eating alone?
4: I used to not be. I used to be have a real complex about that. Same thing with going to a movie. I don't do it, but I wouldn't have a problem mm-hmm. with it now. I think I'm much more confident in just doing that. And plus, I have my phone, so <laughs> yeah, I can always. <laughs> and just I'm going to bring my up. laptop.
5: Yeah. Mercedes answered this question honestly. Steph comes up to you and says, "Hey, I need a huge favor. I'll actually pay you fifty bucks, but I got to take a drug test." And I need clean urine. Can I get urine from you? How would you respond?
4: No. You, you cannot. Wanted, what? No. Were, not, I, I don't. I don't play those games. You st- stop doing drugs. I thought you were down, Mercedes. You're, You're not. down. Stop, stop doing your drugs. <laughs> I, 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 I'm not. I'm not doing that for you. Sorry. Oh, okay. Well, then I won't ask you after the show what I wanted to ask you. <laughs> I, I love you to death, but you know, I, I, I'm not going to do that. And I don't think Steph would ask, ever ask me to do that either, just to put that out. She'd there. come to me. Would you? Well, she knows better not to go to you. That's why she's coming. She to me. wants to pass the test. Uh, Steph, we need to talk here. Uh,
5: what's on this list? Because that there's a story out about the strangest thing that you've done for cash. What's like the oddest thing that you've done to make some cash? And that was one of the responses was selling clean urine to coworkers to make money.
4: Uh, a friend of mine, her son makes bank selling um, like selling accounts like video game accounts or like on Fortnite and stuff Mm -hmm. he goes on and he he gets to all these levels and then he gets like all these skins and stuff and then he sells the accounts and he makes like and she told me he sold one for a thousand dollars. Get out of here! Yeah, like because no. he leveled up so high, and people want to buy them. They want to level up with all the skins and winning all the the levels. And he that's how he makes his money. He goes, he creates new accounts. He he beats all these levels, gets to a certain spot in um, games like Fortnite, and there's other ones too. I can't remember which ones. And then he sells the accounts, and he makes tons of money doing that.
5: What's the weirdest way you ever made some cash? Think about it for you, Mercedes, personally. Looking back, is there anything odd you ever did? When I first came to, to Las Vegas, my first semester at UNLV, I, I didn't work. I didn't, I didn't have a job. I just wanted to focus on school and getting adjusted. So I do like odd things here and there to make some money. And I remember on campus, they needed like, like students to participate in an experiment. And it was like, they paid us 20 bucks. And I think it was like for an hour's worth of work, maybe two hours worth of work. And it was a mind study. And so me and my buddy, we went, I'm like, cool, let's do it. We got paid 20 bucks. And I had to sit there. And they'd give me different objects. They'd put, like, a pen on the table, and I'd have to try to move the pen. Or they'd have, they'd have, like, three colors up, and I'd have to try to guess what color the person doing the test was thinking of. None of it ever worked, but it was a study, and I got paid to do it.
4: Yeah, they, I remember they did a lot of those when I was in school, and they would pay people to come in just to do experiments on people, see people's reactions and stuff. Steph, you saw an interesting uh, real. On how people can make money? What is it for? Yeah, it's an Instagram reel. I
2: just saw it a couple minutes ago where you can be someone's friend online and get paid for it. There's this website called rentacyberfriend.com. And you can make up to, I guess it's a, a penny per minute. But I guess it could add up. And you could be on FaceTime. And you never get to meet your
4: friends in real life. It's just online friends that you can make money off of. I I don't know why that makes me sad, but also intrigued at the same time. <laughs> it's like a pen pal, but modern day version. Yeah, I I kind of like it. Now, the more I think about it, so, you, you just don't have the time in real life, but you do want to have someone that you can bounce conversation off of, and so you pay for a cyber friend, but only a penny a minute. Yeah. So you'd have to like keep them really invested and intrigued.
5: No, you're paying them per minute. If well, you to so connect, what are they
4: making a minute oh. there? Oh, yeah, you're paying
5: for one, one cent per minute. So that's what you're paying. So if you need a friend for five minutes, it's five cents.
2: Is that what they make then? I, I don't think so. I need to go back to that reel because they said she made bank off of being someone's friend just talking, just having conversations. I got to find out how much this, this girl makes.
5: Depends on the friend too, because some people can really be draining.
4: Well, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I need to be paid extra for dealing with that.
2: I have a sleep- Are you guys ready? Oh, yeah. All right, let's check in on the hot topics yeah. so trending.
3: To Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending? What's trending on Mix ninety four point
4: one. NSYNC is trending this morning. Will. Won't they? Ever since the group reunited on stage at the VMAs, rumors have been flying about the guys going on tour. And sources say... It's not gonna happen. Oh, no, oh. they say they have no plans to do a tour, do a residency, an album, uh, any sort of reunions after the VMAs. The five did go out to dinner with their management teams and friends and had a great time getting back together. The group, however, is featured on a song for the upcoming Trolls Band Together movie. We told you that was gonna happen, and overnight. They released a clip of it in the latest trailer for the movie. So the song is called Better Place. And here's a little snippet of it. So at least we got a new InSync song. And maybe they're going to see the success of that and see the demand and maybe they'll change their mind did you see that they posted a reel yesterday or actually it was a tiktok and they're all like questioning do you know something do you it was a a clip from i don't know what it was i think you reposted it steph what was the original clip from the clip that was from
2: last night that i posted yeah yeah i saw that it's like yeah something's coming something's coming and i think it was the
4: trolls thing Oh, but, oh, that's all that they were teasing? I, I was hoping so. maybe they were teasing something else, too. Me, too. Me but too. we still
5: get, at least there's a new Insync song that's out. That's pretty big. Yeah. When's was the last time we had a new Insync song? It's been over a decade, at least. Maybe I, longer.
4: Yeah, and I, that makes me happy for sure. But there is something that makes me so happy about the fact that these, the other four guys, like JT got all the attention, and the other four guys are seeing their value. They're seeing how mad, how badly we want all of them together, not just Justin. We want you, JC and Chris and Joey and Lance. Like, we want you all together. And that makes me happy that they're like... Oh, you want us all? Like that's so nice. The whole group, and maybe, yeah. Maybe
5: that boy band thing. The rumor of the Super Bowl halftime show. Maybe that'll be a thing, and that NSYNC is one of the one of the groups that'll be there. You never
4: know. Yeah, you never know. So that that made me super happy. Also trending uh, this morning is Aaron Rodgers. So he finally broke his silence about his season-ending injury on Sunday. He says that he's heartbroken and he's really moved by all the people that have reached out to him, and and that he just says keep, please. Keep keep me in your thoughts and prayers. He's going to begin the healing process. And he says that this is not it. He's going to he's gonna be back. The night is darkest before the dawn. So he's really proud of his team and that he'll be back. And then finally, Coca-Cola is trending this morning. They just released the latest limited edition flavor in their creation series. So this one is called Coca-Cola Y3000. And it's supposed to taste like the future. Why? Well, because... The recipe was created by AI. Now they haven't said what what's in it. They haven't described the taste yet. They say the flavor profile is 85 to 90% coke with a 10 to 15% twist of something unexpected. So I'm real curious as to what this unexpected flavor is. It's going to be the same cost as regular Coke. It's going to come in the zero and full sugar varieties and available for a limited time starting now. And that is what's trending. Tickets to
5: the Mix 94.1 Soundhouse are coming up for you in about five minutes.
4: All right. The phones are going crazy. Angela. Hi. You are caller twenty. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Thank you so much. You are welcome. Thank you. Where are you listening this morning? I just got to work. Oh, we love it. Keep it on all day long. J-Love's coming up next, but you just got your pair of tickets. Weekend passes to the Odyssey Downtown Soundhouse. We all love a good music festival, and the Odyssey Downtown Soundhouse will keep you, like, so entertained with artists coming through, surprises, live performances, interviews, all before they hit the stage. So it is just going to be awesome, and you got your tickets. Congratulations. Congratulations.
5: Thank you. This- <laughs> She's at work. Yes, exactly. customers and stuff. She's doing her thing. Congratulations, Angela. We'll have these tickets again tomorrow morning at 9.40. And J Love, he has a pair for you in the 1 o'clock hour. 4.1, Mercedes in the morning.
4: And that is it for us on a Thursday. Thank you so much for joining us. Hey, if you missed anything from the show today or if you're just getting up now and you're like, oh, my gosh, I slept through the show. Don't worry. You can just listen to the podcast. Download the Odyssey app and you can get our podcast there. You can listen to the station there. There's so much cool stuff on the Odyssey app, and the best part is it is free. So make sure you download that today if you don't have it already. We are headed out. J-Love is on the way next, but right now it's time for the line of the day.
5: Let's play Guess the Secret Sound. Take a listen to this. Is it the audio from an exorcism? No. No. A monster? No, that's Mercedes impersonating one of Matt's sneezes.
4: I, I kind of feel like it's too quiet. Like his is so much louder. Is it than really? That. And it was so loud, you guys, that I collapsed. My knees <laughs> gave out. I'm not even lying. It was the scariest thing ever.
5: That's why you need to download the podcast on the Odyssey app.
4: I <laughs>
5: I've listened to that sound a thousand times. It's my favorite sound from you. That'll do it for show number nineteen sixteen of Mercedes. Mercedes in the Morning.
3: Did you miss any part of Mercedes in the Morning? Catch up now by downloading today's show on the Odyssey app. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning on Mix
0: 94.1. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.